The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to listen to Jesus. But the Pharisees and scribes began to complain, saying, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. So then Jesus addressed this parable. A man had two sons. And the younger son said to his father, Father, give me the share of your estate that should come to me. So the father divided the property between them. After a few days, the younger son collected all his belongings and sent off to a distant country, where he scattered his inheritance with a life of dissipation. When he had freely spent everything, a severe famine struck that country, and he found himself in dire need. So he hired himself out to one of the local citizens who sent him to, far, to his farm to tend the swine. And he longed to eat his fields of the pods of which the swine fed, but nobody gave him any. Coming to his sense, he thought, how many of my father's hired workers have more than enough food to eat? But here am I, I am, dying from hunger. I shall get up and go to my father, and I shall say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. Treat me as, one, as you would treat one of your hired workers. So he got up and went back to his father. While he was still a long way off, his father caught sight of him, and he was filled with compassion. He ran to his son, embraced him, kissed him. His son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. But the father ordered his servants, quickly bring the finest robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and send them sandals on his feet. Take the feather calf and slaughter. Then let us celebrate with a feast, because the son of mine was dead and has come to life again. He was lost and has been found. Then the celebration began. Now the older son had been out in the field, and on his way back, as he neared to the house, he heard the sound of music and dancing. He called one of the servants and asked what, was, what this might mean. The servant said to him, Your brother has returned, and your father has shattered the fattened calf because he has, he has him back safe and sound. He became angry. And when he refused to enter the house, his father came out and pleaded with him. 
he said to his father in reply, Look, all these years I served you, and I not once did disobey your orders. Yet you never gave me a, even a young goat to feast on with my friends. But when your son returns, you swallow, who swallow up your property with prostitutes, for him you swallowed the fetid calf. He said to him, My son, you are here with me always. Everything I have is yours. But now we must celebrate and rejoice because your brother was dead and has come to life again. He was lost and has been found. The Gospel of the Lord. Let's just get this out of the way. It's not pink, it's rose, because Jesus rose from the dead. And if you don't recognize this, go see an eye doctor. And here we are on the fourth Sunday of Lent, the Letari Sunday, the Sunday that we rejoice. The name Letari comes from the antiphon, the opening antiphon from Latin Letari, rejoice. Rejoice because we are halfway through land. Rejoice because Easter is coming. This is an opportunity that we have to rejoice in the Lord. In this gospel that we see today, that we hear today, the gospel of the prodigal son. But some theologians call this gospel as the gospel of the merciful Father. Because it doesn't really have a lot to do with the Son. It has everything to do with the Father. Jesus was talking to the tax collectors and sinners. And the sinners here are all those people who their work was related with something that made them unclean. So... Maybe somebody who was you no know, bearing the dead or something like that that made them unclean. And the Pharisees started to complain. This man welcomed sinners and eat with them. Because in Jesus' time, and any time we hear this, he ate with them. That means that he became part with them. It's not, you know, you go to, I don't know, McDonald's or whatever, you know, the cafeteria and you. When you ate at that time with Jesus, you really, only people who you knew or only people who that you want to relate with was, were there eating with you. And then Jesus started to talk to them, to the Pharisees, to the, script, to the scribes, this parable. Man had two sons, the younger one said to his father, Father, give me the share of the estate that should come to me. In other words, he said, Dad, I wish you were dead. That's when we receive the inheritance. I wish you were dead. Give me what belongs to me. The father gave one third of his money. And the younger son went away. He spent all the money that he had. 
when there was no more money, this severe famine came. And he hired himself out to take care of swine. As we know, swine was an unclean animal. No Jew wanted to do this. I don't know even what to compare today, what kind of... It was the lowest of the lowest of the lowest. Nobody wants to do that. But that was the situation that he, he was on. And he put himself in there. But not only that, he was not only tending the swine, he, he, he desired to eat what the swine was eating. He lost everything. He lost his human dignity. He lost everything. He was gone. He was done. Nothing. Nothing. So that 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 would what would say he hit rock bottom. Nothing else for him. He come to his sense and said, How many of my father's hide works have more than enough to eat? And here I am dying for hungry. And remember, there is no remorse so far. It was not that he rec recognized that he had seen. No. He was hungry and said, my, my fathers have workers that have enough to eat. So it wasn't anything about, I'm sorry, that I... It was all about, this is what I need. I need to survive. And right now where I am... It's impossible. And he got in that moment that he said, I shall get up and go to my father's and shall and I shall I shall say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. Treat me as you would treat one of your hired workers. He knew that he was not a son anymore. He knew by saying to his father, give me my part of the inheritance. He knew that nothing else, he did not belong to his father anymore. I wish that he, he, he said, I wish you were dead. Give me my part. So all, it was gone, all the connections. How many times we were in that same situation? That we realized that we are at a point that we like, there's no coming back. How many times we realize and we are in our life just like that? So he got up, went back to his father. While he was still a long way off, his father caught his sight of him. What does that mean? That means that the father was waiting for him. The father never gave up on him. I was kind of, you know, like, the dad was like on the porch waiting for him day after day, day after day day after day. And how do we know this? Because as soon as the son comes back, the dad see him far away. And in that time, no father, no, nobody in a, in a higher position would go to somebody in a lower position. It's even more this guy who wished him to be dead. The dad just kind of throw everything away and run to his son, embrace him and kiss him. This is the kind of God that we have. Even if you just like the younger son, 
that you screw up really badly, this is the kind of God that we have that is waiting for you to come back. And I think it's pretty interesting that we have the painting of the prodigal son in the confessional. So if you haven't been in the confession lately, go take a look there and go to confession. Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. And he was right. He did not deserve anything anymore. Isn't it us when we sin? Isn't it us when we sin? We don't deserve to be called sons and daughters of God anymore. But the kind of God that we have is the one who forgives us. Quickly, bring the finest robe and put on him. Put a ring on his finger, sandals on his feet. What his dad is doing is he, the dad is giving his dignity back. The finest robe, the ring on his finger, the sandals on his feet. Let's feast. Let's have a party because now this son of mine was lost and now has been found. He was dead and has come to life again. And the celebration began. And so many times we, we, we identify ourselves, well, I so many times identify myself with the younger son. That scene that, you know, he screwed up and then now I want to come back. But there is another son in the story, the older son. The older son has been in the field. On his way back, he neared the house. He heard the sound of music and dancing. And he called the servant, what is going on? Your brother has returned. And your father has started his, the fat and calf because he, ha he has him back safe and sound. He became angry. And refuse to enter the house. How many times we are just like the older son as well. That we cannot rejoice for the, for the happiness of others. And once again the father goes and talks to the... Because it's that father, that's that God that we have. He goes where we are. He finds us where we are. Look, in the, in the, the older son, look at all these years I served you and not once did I disobey your orders. And not, you never gave me a young goat to feast with my friends. What is the problem of the older son? He was a slave. Even though he was a son, even though that he had everything, he behaved as a slave. He behaved as one of the workers of the father. My son, you are here with me always. Everything I have is yours. But now we must celebrate and rejoice because your brother was dead and has come to life again. He was lost and has been found.
the older son never went to the party. The older son never assumed the dignity of son. He was also a slave. Where are we? Who are we on this? Are we the younger son? Are we the older son? It is time for us to rejoice. It's time for us to acknowledge that Easter is coming. It's time for us to acknowledge that we are halfway through land. Do we accept God's love for us? Or do we do like the, old, the youngest son or do we do like the oldest son? And I think this land we've been talking, I've been talking a lot about this. God's love, because that's the basic. If we don't understand that God loves us, everything else is, we can't understand anything else. If we don't understand that no matter what we do, we cannot, you know, change that God loves us. Everything else is, doesn't make sense. As we continue this celebration today, let us ask God to give us that open heart to accept His love for us. To know that we are loved by God no matter what. To be free because God gives us the dignity of sons and daughters. And no matter what we do, He's always waiting for us. And as soon as He sees us coming back, He doesn't even wait for us to come all the way back. He runs. Give us the finest robe. Give us the ring. Give us sandal. He restores our dignity of sons and daughters. And that happens every day when we go to confession. When we realize, just like the younger son, Father, I have seen against you, against heavens and against you. I don't deserve to be called your son. I don't deserve to be called your daughter. And with and the priest say these words through the death and resurrection of Son, the Lord has reconciled us to Himself. And by the words of a dissolution we are called to receive the same experience, to be restored our dignity, to once more, once more be able to be 
back to our Father's house. This is the experience the Lord wants for each one of us every day.